0: This is the Truth Network. Hidden treasures in the book of Habakkuk. Oh, I love to start out on new adventures in a new year. And as it turned out, my wife didn't have surgery this morning uh, as her doctor had COVID. So we'll be praying for that. But um, as a result, I got a chance to jump in here with Habakkuk. And as we talked about that, this would be our first (laughs) <laughs> yeah, I guess episode and this whole uh, concept of where God's taking us for 2023, and it was an interesting turn for me because I I really had never uh, had a real desire to study Habakkuk or or look into it, but immediately you know I could tell very clearly that that was what God had for me. As we learned actually in the Song of Solomon, it, it you know in the fifth chapter when he said that the Lord is or she said, the, the church was saying that, that she slept, but her heart was awake, and that's the voice of my beloved knocking, well, the voice of your beloved, and I, I'm sure, you know, from time to time, I hope you've heard his voice, and it has a pull on your heart, and it has everything to do with the idea of Habakkuk, I believe, that pull on your heart that the Lord's voice has, and, and so, <laughs> you know, he clearly put that Habakkuk on, on my heart. And, and as I, um, and I, you know, questioned it, obviously, I'm like, Habakkuk, really? And he was like, yeah, really? And so, you know, as I enter into that, of course, the very first thing I would do is, is look up the word Habakkuk in Hebrew. And naturally, um, if you can hear by the sound of it, it has those letters that we have been in search of in the uh, 119 psalm you know the idea of the statutes the het and the kuf and you can hear the ha in in habakkuk it starts with a het and then there's plenty of kufs actually there's two in there um and there's a bet and a vav to go with them so um as i looked up the word habakkuk and i saw that those were my letters i went okay god we, we must be going there and the idea of habakkuk is actually this hug from the bosom and clearly um, for those of you um, who have studied the book before, uh, he was someone that loved God intensely and was certainly a prophet. He lived in the time of Josiah, and so he was a contemporary of Jeremiah and and probably not too far off of Isaiah, because you know it was Isaiah that was certainly there um, when uh, Josiah died, and and you know part of Isaiah is his lamenting that. And so you can kind of get the time frame of this, but it says clearly in the first verse that we're going to go ahead and start, because it's the best way I know to look at it. It says the burden which, and again, this would be the Aleph verse or the wisdom verse, and there's a lot of wisdom here. It says the burden which Habakkuk the prophet did see. And so it might even seem redundant because of the fact that you know prophet in Hebrew is very much connected to this idea of seers. And so here's what the seer saw. <laughs> but nonetheless, it's, it's really an amazing thing that this word burden um, and the word Habakkuk. So, you know, you start out with this het and then a bet. And so, you know, you have this idea of this house that is united um, because that's what the bet is would be house. And here we have this union of house. And then you have this kuf, which would be, you know, the idea of proximity close to God. And, and then you have a vav, which means hanging on to heaven, and another kuf. And interestingly, when you just take that concept of a het and a bet, it's, it's like this idea of bosom. And so here's a hug from the bosom. And, and so I think it's important to note that, um, that, Probably Habakkuk was a hugger, the kind of person that was intimate with people and loved them deeply, and I think that's part of the reason why this was such a burden to him because the prophecy that we'll begin to see here in a minute is of the Babylonians uh, coming and essentially casting judgment on the people of Israel. And so you you could imagine if you were uh, seeing that the children of your friends were going to undergo this horrible punishment, and beheadings and all the different things that Nebuchadnezzar would do, you know, put out the eyes, et cetera, et cetera. Just cruel, cruel treatment of the people that you know and their families and those kind of things. And Habakkuk is trying to understand, right? And because he loved those people dearly, the good news is, that according to what we can see here, he loved God even more dearly. And so it was important to him as he pushed in and, and went into that position of, the the statute, of course, to to draw into God that he would be given this information. But the interesting word, the most interesting word in the verse to me, the one that I just keep, the Holy Spirit keeps taking me back to, it says the burden, the burden. And that word burden is very much connected to the idea of forgiveness, interestingly, um, in in that the word burden is a mem, which would be the Messiah or more, and then a shin, and then an aleph. And the word forgiveness is a nun, and a shin, and an aleph. (laughs) Okay, so you can see the the relationship, and it's interestingly, when you're trying to forgive somebody, there's this burden of God's love, right? That (laughs) you know you're supposed to do it, but you just don't know quite how to do it. And in this case, you know, that the shin and the aleph is like the idea as we studied in the 109, I mean as we studied in the Song of Solomon, you might remember it says jealousy is as cruel as the grave, the flames of flames of fire, right? And so here you have this shin of God's love. In other words, God is, is, is intensely jealous of what's gone on in Israel and how they've chased after gods and other gods and things because he knows the damage that not only are they doing to themselves, but they're doing for generations. And, and it's, you know, breaking God's heart, and he burns with this vehement flame. And, and so as a result of that, there is going to be a judgment, which is why that mem is on the front of those two letters. And so unfortunately for Habakkuk, or fortunately for Habakkuk, however you want to put it, he's the one that gets to see this vision of what's going to happen. God shares it with him because he loves him, he trusts him, and he obviously wants him to work through how he's going to feel about this thing so that we could all study it, Later on, and of course, there's very, very famous verses in Habakkuk. I'm not going to give you a spoiler alert, but there are some amazing verses in Habakkuk that we're going to be getting to. But right now, we're just going to get the idea of wow. Sometimes, like you know, I I, I often think of the Clint Eastwood movie where you know, he's got a girlfriend and somebody keeps on picking on him, beating on him. And you're like, man, I would not want to be that guy because you know what, when Clint Eastwood catches up with him, this is not going to be good. (laughs) Well, it's kind of like that when you, when you know that all these people are moving away from God and these people that were entrusted with God's law, they were entrusted, you know, with his, um, house, they were entrusted with his testimonies and all these things they were entrusted to keep and, and now they have forsaken that. And you know that it's not going to go well. Um, and, and so it's it's hard that, that, unfortunately, Habakkuk has this burden of he sees what this is going to be. And he is trying to reconcile it and, and trying to do what God would have him do in this situation. And so the question you can't help but ask yourself is, you know, what kind of burden do you have like that? Like, you know, in my case, I was thinking I've got two different loved ones that I've got burdens for. You know, one of them is, um, you know, essentially staying away from other members of the family and you know that this is not going to play out well and you know that there's going to be judgment as a result for that and you want them to have insight and it's just a burden that's constantly with you. Like, man, I, this, I was hoping that this would be better, that they would get insight. I have another family member very close to me that um, has been shamed and guilt poured on them for so many years that they can't come out from underneath them and, and underneath it and they continue to blame themselves for all these different things that are going on and you know unfortunately I see this happening and I and I try to reason with this person and I pray for this person I do all these things but unfortunately <laughs> you know so far they haven't seen the light and so it's like you see somebody that is burning fixing to put their finger down on the hot stove and and you know that they're going to do it and there's nothing in the world you can do to stop it Um, but I think that the idea here is that the faith is that God's judgments are right. And in faithfulness, he is going to afflict the people that you love. In other words, he wouldn't do this unless this is what they needed and nobody will know how to do it better. And nobody would know how to do it exactly in the right amount. Like God knows how to do it. But nonetheless, as we set up this book, I think it's important to note that here Habakkuk Was a lover of people I mean clearly that's in his name It's all over his name That he liked to be close He liked to be intimate And in that You know clearly He also was close and intimate with God And as a result God gave him vision He gave him a burden And he trusted him And so we're going to see How that plays out In these upcoming adventures In these hidden treasures Now in um, in the prophecy of Habakkuk And I'm so grateful that you're going on this journey with me. And thank you so much for listening. God bless.